0: So before we even get started, um, we do want to take some time to acknowledge the climate that a lot of our communities are facing here in the United States, but also all over Latin America and Central America um, with political violence, with just violence in general. Um, So from the United States to Mexico to Central America, to what's happening recently in Colombia, we want to take a a minute of silence for those folks who have been victims of police police violence. So if you're listening right now, let's go ahead and take one minute uh, to honor those folks who have lost their lives. Starting now. all right um we're back uh thank you all once again we're we're excited to be back we're you know glad to be sharing a space with with leo with Susie. um it's been a while now right it's been it's been a month since we last spoke since we last recorded that little little mini video for season two so uh, more than happy to be back um how are y'all feeling today How's, how's everything with
1: um not gonna lie it was it was great to be able to be in this space with y'all and like process a lot of things that are going on um so I'm in like uh, what, what, today's May 6 um my eighth graders are like tired uh, I'm tired from you know just like you know doing distance learning for over like over a year now. Uh, so I'm just kind of like ready for summer, you know, uh, just kind of like take a break from just being in front of a computer. How are you doing now? Um,
2: I mean, I would say I learned a lot because uh, I was one of those individuals that was working from home. Um, well, I had the opportunity to work from home. So um, now it's been the my time to go back to the store where I work. So it's, uh, it's good to be back to be able to see people, but still like, keep the social distance and uh, just be keep like a good hygiene um, and just always wash your hands. Always like, even if you're indoors, obviously as obviously it is, as it is um, wearing a mask, um, you know, it's your choice still out to wear it outside. And I know that they've said here for California that it's okay <laughs> to not wear one, but still I prefer to wear one even though um, and then just, uh, pretty much just to get the vaccine. Um, you know, do it for for your loved ones. Do it for people around you.
1: What do you, David? How you how you holding up, David?
0: Oh man, it's just, it's it's been a crazy five months, and we're just, we're just getting started. You know, I think, um, I'm definitely tired with this whole online thing. Right? And and Zoom and, and having to just meeting after meeting, you know, with the kids, with with staff, con todos. Like it's like uh, it's like yeah yeah. My brain is tired, my eyes are tired. Um, you know, and, and then you mm-hmm. know, it's just I think I need a break. I think I need a break. Somewhere far, far away, far, <laughs> far in the land, land away. You know? So that's what I'm gonna do pretty soon. <laughs> but um no i'm I'm glad i'm definitely glad to be back with y'all man because like you said Susie, i mean it's definitely it gives us the time to process you know and, and to just reflect on everything that's been going on you know and and again we we don't have the answers to everything right and but it gives us this space where we can just share back and like really let our thoughts and our emotions out you know and and con todo lo que ha estado pasando I think it's important for us to have this conversation around uh, accountability, right? And what does that look like uh, in today's society, Um, especially revolving around, you Mm -hmm. know, police murders, right? So I think for today that that's going to be the conversation. And I know, uh, I really don't care how I pronounce his name, but that that dude, Chavins, Chavins, whatever his name is, um, you know, we're really, you know, just looking at at the verdict and, and if that's really something... Do we call it justice, Justice accountability? I don't know. Um, so we'll, we'll leave with that. And then, of course, you know, just our thoughts on, on, on that piece and, and things that are happening. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, going back to, like, um, during the trial, right? Like, for one, like, the trial lasted about what? Two? More than two weeks? Maybe I'm, I'm under... Mining it, like, it like around it, a,
2: like two weeks, yeah,
1: like, around two weeks, um, well, like, but there's a whole video, you know, who clearly shows that the officer, you know, was, uh, you know, Chauvin, like, murdered George Floyd, right, um, but it took two weeks, uh, for just to get that in, and I don't know about y'all, but, like, um, uh, deep down, I wanted to believe that the jury will come and convict. Uh, guilty you know but uh, I also had the same kind of like man what if they say you know I was still not surprised if there would have been you know what he's not guilty like you know how like it's like you're not surprised that Trump won the first election because of how he is um but it was still kind of like a slap in the face you know um so I was kind of like preparing myself the crazy part that day that the the verdict came in um my wife and I were actually utter. Um, an appointment, a doctor's appointment, and the doctors have stepped out, and we just kind of like tune in on Instagram or whatever. Whoever was doing it live, and we were able to catch the non-guilty. You know, I mean, we were to catch the guilty part. You know, the verdict. um But uh, I don't know. I do want to hear what y'all think about like th- what is like the difference between account- or Like, what do y'all think? Is this accountability looking like, or is this like? Do you feel like you know George Floyd finally got justice? Um, or even, like, the people who, unfortunately, uh, have lost their lives because of, you know, uh, police-sanctioned violence, right? Um, what do you think?
2: Um, I mean, I... Like, I still say, like, it's kind of like a small... It's like a small victory, in a sense. I mean, you know, it's it's sad that it took so long to get to reach, like, what should have been done. Um but I'd say that at least it um, helps out the family um, to know that there was um, that they actually convicted this man of um, for what he did. Now it's not gonna like it's kind of like, um, like again like it's small victory. It's not a obviously a thing that we would we, we would we would have wanted to even prevent from the beginning. Um, it just sucks that like even after the tr- the the guilt, the, he was marked as guilty, um, just within an hour, there was, like, another killing. We had people that were claiming the victory, celebrating outside, um, as they should be, because, you know, everyone's, everyone's, um, overwhelmed with joy, the, with the results. But it just sucks that, like, it still continued, even after. Um, and then another life was taken, uh, over some, just, some really stupid claims that, um, be, for the reasoning,
0: um, I, I, you know, I, I agree with Leon. I, I think it's it's a small it's a small victory. You know, it it's, yeah, and, and I think you know folks could call it, can call it, and should call it a victory, despite of like what other folks might think. You know, that that's not to say that we're satisfied with it. You know, because I I think. For me personally, you know, if, if I really want to look at it as accountability, um then we have to go back to the to the previous police killings as well, right? And really start actually taking these folks to trial, right? And sentencing folks and and holding them accountable for their actions. Right? Um Leo, you're right. I mean, you know, just as soon as you know we heard hey this guy's found guilty um you know hours later there was a there was another shooting right um and 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 it's like when, when does it stop like when when do people get to feel like they're safe in in today's society and particularly black folks right because they're they're, they're their deaths at a at are a higher rate than any other you know member of the community. So it's like, when do they get the chance to feel like they could walk around without you know being marked as a target?
1: And I I think um David you you bring up a good point right and also just like man like um maybe I'm mispronouncing her name but. Makaya Brandt, right, presente, like, Adam Toledo, presente, like, they were 16, you know, they were too young, right, and I think that also just kind of, you know, I think that's what gets a lot of people, and gets gets a lot of us mad, porque, like, okay, like, what, like, what, how can you excuse, like, your behavior, you know, and um, and I think, David, you brought up, like, accountability, and, and just, like, hoping that with the, Chauvin getting, you know, getting the verdict of being guilty, um, hoping that it prevents future cops from rethinking some of their actions, but an hour later of the verdict, like Leo said, like, then there was another, just like, you know, an hour later after the verdict, there was another killing, you know, Um, and I don't know about y'all, but like, I don't know if y'all saw like the comments that people were posting about, about her and it was just like doesn't matter like her her mom was you know her mom was calling the cops thinking that she called the cops to protect her daughter right and I think that is like who are you know law enforcement protecting and like what what are they like beliefs are they really uplifting when they go out and like police our communities you know Um, And I think that brings up a good question about just, like, also, you know, accountability justice and also, like, people who are saying, like, you know, defund the police versus abolishing the police. Like, how can you defund a system that was never, or, like, how can you, like, how can you, like, create more? For example, like, uh, one one of the reasons or one of, like, the arguments towards, like, why it should be abolition you know abolishing the police is because you know people are saying like you don't you don't just need more equity and diversity programs right you don't need like we don't need more like uh police trainings right uh, there was another video that was gone viral about there was like literally two of them there was one there was this white guy white dude i don't know where but oh, he was like driving his truck you know Crazy. He hit a cop and everything, and they never used, they never, they, they never used, like, uh, their, you know, their weapons at him. They were trying to, like, um, what's it called, trying to, like, uh, de-escalate but without using, you know, without firing their weapon. Um, they were using their taser, right? There was another issue, and then there was another uh, situation where it was another um, white older man who had a knife, and he was, like, he stabbed one of the police officers, and again, otro, like, another example of just, like, they did not shoot him, right, they were, what's it called, uh, when they're, um, trying to, like, not what Chauvin did to George Floyd, right, he didn't, they weren't, like, putting their knee on his neck, but they were trying to, uh, like, grab him, right, they were trying to, like, reframe him from, and take away, and the thing is, like, he had a knife, he had a knife, Right, and he's an older guy versus Makaya Bryant, who had a Bryant who had a knife, and then they were able to shoot her. You know, so it's like, where, I where is this? And maybe I'm just going like on a tangent, but um, I don't
0: know. No, I, I think I, th- I think you're right. I think you're right. You know, because we we really have to look at that. Um, I was having a conversation with two different colegas. Um, one actually talking about you know Adam Toledo um, and and just you know on, on how you know how it went down for for Adam right and 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 the other one was um, you know with with the other um young lady that you just mentioned and it's and it's it's like like both situations is like you look at them and it's like why is it that that uh police officer is always, when it comes down to, to black and brown youth, why is it that you always got to pull the gun, right? Pull the gun first, shoot, shoot, and then ask questions later, you know? And and people, you know, people are going to justify that. People and, and that's something, you know, that I noticed during the conversations that I was having. It's like, oh, but he had a gun. Yeah, he, he had a gun that he dropped, right? Dropped to the floor and had his hands up. And yet he was still shot to death, right? The other young lady, she had a knife, right? But there was no time, no, 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 no attempt from this officer to restrain her, right? Without having to use his gun, right? Which we've seen in, in other situations where, you know, white men is like, they're coming out and fucking, you know, ammunition and shit. They're coming out threatening police officers and whatnot. And it's like, oh no, 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 no. Okay. Let's figure out a different way. You know? And, and you know, people, I don't know. Like I've had folks who who really, you know, really try to justify those situations and, and it just makes me question. And I'll be real with y'all. Like mm-hmm. it just makes me question, you know, their their the friendship. You know, like if if it was to happen to me, you know, if I was to be walking down the street and I don't know where this fucking pig. Pulls out a gun, you know, and and just fucking shoots me. Like, is that the same perspective that you're going to have, or your perspective is going to change because it's someone that's close to you? You know, and I think that's a question that folks need to ask themselves. Like, do you have to wait until a situation like this happens close to your home in order for you to start really diving into these scenarios? or these situations and really looking at like what is the motive and you know and, and what's really the root cause of all of this you know we shouldn't have to wait until one of our close ones you know uh or it hits home you know for for us to start having these conversations or, or really like having these deeper conversations because right now i think it's just level surface it's just like people are saying oh well, they follow the protocol oh well they mm-hmm. should have listened. oh well, they should have had their hands up oh well, mm-hmm. they should have just followed instructions you know, and it's just really surface, you know, you're not really diving into, OK, well, that was the same scenario, you know, mm-hmm. at a different state, but different outcome, you know. And and to me, it's that. And and yeah, it just. It's tough, you know, when you have close people or, or at least folks that you know, and mm-hmm. it's <laughs> like they have these thoughts of like, you know, like that's it's on them. Like I, I, I attended a neighborhood council event or, or meeting the other day and someone said, you know, we all have options. George, George Floyd had it, chose, you know, he made, he made the decision to, to sell cigarettes. And so in my head, I'm like, whoa, whoa. So are you saying that, that selling cigarettes is an, an enough reason to, for, for you to get killed? Like is that really what I'm hearing? Of course, I didn't say anything, you know. It's it's a meeting, and I was like, I was just processing that in my head, and I'm just like, like, is this really what people are thinking? Like, and I don't know, it's it's upsetting, you know. You, por eso, it's just, I don't know, it makes me it makes me really rethink about you know this concept of like defunding the police and abolishing, right? And and then what would be the best outcome? Because I mean, there's been what training or, or more training for law enforcement to de-escalate situations and whatnot and how does that how does that turn out like I don't think I've seen anything different so far
1: yeah it's um i feel like it worse though uh, it's just like man these like being being in COVID has just like, or just being in quarantine and COVID and doing everything that, you know, what COVID has done to our communities. And, you know, I think it's also one thing that has happened under, you know, as we're being quarantined, all that, it's a couple of things, right? Like a lot of the issues or are, are not being really like highlighted, you know, like I, don't, I feel like personally, you know, I think we talked about this a while back, you know, especially when this happened with George Floyd, like. The attention it got, you know, I don't feel like we would have, a lot of people would have paid attention if we would be back on, like, on the day, you know, just getting caught up with our routine, you know, just work, 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 work. People wouldn't have showed up to protest, you know. So because of, you know, we're we're being mandated to stay at home, now we're able to, like, you know, kind of see everything that's going. And I know some folks, like some of us are, processing it okay, and some of folks are struggling with it because that's their everyday reality. And then other people are just kind of like, you know, spectators and just watching this all go down, but still wanting to be devil's advocate, right? I think, so it's like, I don't know, I feel like after everything that has happened this year or year plus, like these issues didn't just start when COVID hit, you know, it's been highlighted more because our technology, because it's being recorded, even like the Adam Toledo situation, right? Another thing that happened was, you know, just the recording of the police officer saying, police officer so-and-so, like, turn off your your body cam, turn off your body cam right now, like, right now, you know, it's just like, that was caught on record, you know, police officers telling other police to like, this happened right now, like, this was shooting here on this street, Uh, turn off your body cams, right? So it's just like, I'm a little, similar to you, David, I'm a little tired of, like, when we do engage in these talks, we're still trying, people are still trying to, like, reason why a life should be taken, you know, and it's, 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 like, where do we go from there? Porque también, how do we also, like, the fact, like, the reality of explaining, 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 it's so uh, draining, Right, so how do, like it's it's like you can, um, it's just man, this concept of self-preservation is not even like I think it's like so important right now because you want to engage and speak up, but if you're constantly always like drained because you always have to explain and always trying to like argue against all these people that are like well devil's advocate, why should he be running from the police? Like why didn't he just stop? Or why did she have a knife? Or why is she selling cigarettes, like you're saying? Or why didn't he just pull over? Or why was she sleeping in her own home in her own bed? Right? Is 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 kind of like, man, are we? Well, how, why are we still here? <laughs> like, why are we still trying to argue or justify? Like, who are we to like justify why someone's life should be taken away? You know, I don't wish on any of the cops either. It was just like we shouldn't be we should be a little bit more past that, you know. And I think I'm a little I I just get a little frustrated when like I hear people like commenting like, oh well they shouldn't have done this. Or they should or they're like, well, what if this was a situation? Or what if they would have just stopped? And I'm like, do you not? Do you okay, come on, we're educated. Do you recognize patterns? Okay. You recognize a pattern. Okay. Do we recognize a pattern that police have ongoing killing black and brown folks like for a very long time. And and like David, you brought up context, right? Police, law enforcement have been murdering black people, right, for a very, very long time. And why are we still justifying that, you know?
0: I'm, I'm gonna share with y'all, you know, just this, this this website, you know, that I came across, um, you know, I think it's just, it really puts it into picture. Um, it's called Mapping Police Violence, right? And And, I mean, at the top of the page, you know, it has the map of the United States, of course. And it's, you know, just in bold, 352 people have been killed by police in 2021. 352 people in five months, you know, four months, six days, whatever you, you know, you want to consider it. And it's just, it's just impactful to see these numbers, right? Um, and you're, you know, for folks who are listening, you know, go, go on to Um, It'll, you know, just give you all that information. You're going to be able to break it down by, uh, by race. You're going to be able to, you know, break it down, you know, look at the state that you're in. Um, and it just gives you all the information. Uh, I think I haven't really dived into it too much, but it's just impactful to see those numbers, you know, and it's just this is only month number five, so um, wow,
2: there's like ninety eight percent no accountability huh?
1: And again, I think of um just like there's a, a a right under the map that you shared with us, David. It says black people were 28% of those killed by police in 2020, despite being only 13% of the population. You know, so again, what that means is black folks only make 13% of the population in the States, I'm assuming. Um, And out of those 13%, um, 28% of them are the ones being killed by police in 2020. And I feel like this is a very important and real fact, just because I think sometimes, you know, um, a lot of the things also happening in our community, right, is like the attacks on street vendors, you know, um, or when Adam Toledo was killed or when Andres Guardado was killed, you know, uh, when a lot of our brown brothers and sisters were killed by police, I just saw a lot of, you know, a lot of our gente getting mad, and, like, wanting to, like, we're, like, calling out Black Lives Matter. Why aren't you here? You know? And it's just, like, I feel it's, like, this is not a time for us to be fighting each other. Like, we got to really understand that it's, like, we're not trying to say, we're not trying to say, like, oh, like, our lives don't matter. But it's just, like, in the context of where Black people are dying at a faster rate because of police. And and also, Black women are the ones doing a lot of the work, right? A lot of the work, like, like with Black Lives Matter, with like a lot of the organizing that is going on in all the communities. So it's like, uh, again, it's just kind of unfair, right? When um, when, when we also kind of interact with folks like that también, who, who are like, well, my life matters too. And it's like, it does. We're not saying it that it doesn't, but understanding the context of why Folks, you know why the movement Black Lives Matter has begun. You know, and and just like again, understanding that Black women are doing a lot of the heavy lifting in this movement. You know, and it's like there we shouldn't be expecting them to come and also, you know, save us. Like that's not like no. That's where I feel a lot of us, you know, have to continue to stay organized. And there's so many other organizations who are already doing a lot of the work. You know, like the families of all the people, folks that have. You know that have been killed, like they're doing a lot of the heavy lifting. I just feel like we're a little disconnected, you know, I think in the brown community that we're a little i don't know is that maybe it's just me, but I just feel we're not as strong in terms of like being together in the cause. It's just like we're just kind of but when but we can but we can come together and be like, well, where's black lives matter? you know like we can come together and start like a a little fight between both communities but we can't stand together and fighting against police violence i don't know maybe i'm just being dramatic or i'm just kind of seeing stuff where it's not there but
2: no i do see that like what you said um that we're kind of like what'd you say like separate kind of go like everyone for themselves in a sense um i mean i feel like in the end you just like if something does happen like you have like your close family members but the community is kind of hard to get together in that sense. Um, we start to like just question and try, like you said, um, reach out to like, we to like to point fingers in a sense. Um, I mean, from like personal standpoint, I do see like, like from opinions I've heard from like close people that I know, it seems like there's like the repetitiveness of like everyone for themselves. Um, I'm just going to do me going to look out for myself um that's that happened to them but it won't happen to me because i learned from that so there's kind of like this um how do you say it? again like this separation that everyone's for themselves
0: yeah and, and then thank you for bringing it up leo because you know it's 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 too common for us to see it you know and, and i mean you know whether it's in the community whether it's through social media it's like the comments it's like i see you know latinos or folks who Latinx, you know, it's like, they're always commenting like, oh, well, where's black lives matter now. Hmm? Oh, but you still, y'all still want to go out and, and protest, you know? And it's just like, you're not, you're not getting the point, you know, you you're, you're really not getting the point. It's like, um, Susie, it's, there's, there's a disproportion, you know, there's, there's a huge disproportion and people are not seeing that, you know, um, black lives are being taken, you know, at a higher rate than any other lives. Um, and that's not to say, oh, you know, we don't care. Like you said, it's just, come on, folks, like we need to, I think it's time, you know, and then folks are putting in work. You know, there's definitely folks putting in work, but the, the rest of us, you know, we have to really come to, to a realization that, you know, division doesn't help us at all. Um, and I'm just going to be blunt and say it, but division only helps the white man. That's it. You know, we heard it from Malcolm X. The man, the white man is the one that continues to oppress us. Right. And it's institutions like law enforcement that were created, you know, to push for that agenda. Right. People are going to say, oh, well, there's black and brown, there's black and brown crime. You know, and there's, you know, crime with other communities. Yes, there is. I'm not going to ignore it. There is, you know, but there's a whole different context to that, to that situation there. You know, people are going to refer to gangs, you know, but we got to look at why gangs started, you know, we got to look at why drugs were introduced into low-income communities, right? It's not like they just popped out of nowhere and it's like, oh, look, I'm going to start selling this shit to, to folks in my community and that's it. No, this shits, these things were, you know, created, established, brought for a reason and a purpose, you know. People know that if black and brown folks build a strong foundation of solidarity and continue in that movement, things are going to change. Political offices are going to change. You know, power dynamics are going to change, you know um and and i think the other thing that we have to stop doing is calling ourselves the minority because the reality is we're not we're not the minority you know we're the majority in the united states the only problem mm-hmm. is that we're unorganized mm-hmm. that's it everybody's trying to fight for for something right and we have to go back to that to that common mm-hmm. idea of liberation you know, we're all being hit by different tactics of uh an oppressive system and an oppressive government, right? But we're being too too blindsided by by, you know, this racial tensions, you know, that that are just continue to be fueled by other folks. You know, and, and it's like I think it's time, folks, it's time. It's it's twenty twenty-one. You know, uh black folks have been standing on our side way before brown folks have been standing side by side to them you know way before tambien you know we had the black panthers we had the brown berets you know it's like standing collaborating working together right and if we don't go back to that level of solidarity and organizing then we're going to continue having this conversation in years from now honestly that that's that's my take that that's that's honestly what I'm seeing. If we don't change shit now, we're gonna be back again, yeah. you know. And we're gonna be like, why? Yeah, and then, and, and that's the tough part. That's that's yeah. go ahead, Lil. I mean, go and ahead. The
2: scary part is like getting accustomed to it and kind of like numbing it. That's the scary part. Saying like, oh, it happened again. Oh, well, here's another article to read. So that that's the scary part. Um, but like touching upon what you said and then what, oh, was what I mentioned earlier was that there is a bigger picture. I do see that as well. Um, like my opinion is that uh, there there is a constant like mindset that you're given from when you're young that only certain people um, belong in this certain space. Um, they constantly you constantly start questioning yourself, saying whether oh should I apply to this job mm-hmm. position or oh mm-hmm. do I belong in this space? So you and yourself, like in your mind, your mindset's already being controlled in the sense that you're questioning your thoughts, you're questioning your actions. So that's like one of one thing that's the bigger picture, and then the other one would be like stuff is like controlled in the sense of the communities, like the cities. The cities are also um, play a part into like not giving, not supplying enough locations for for to access for people. Um, In certain areas, there's it just seems like oh that's the norm, but that's really was was created that way. It's not like looking at like Calabasas and then it's like, oh, why is it so nice here and this and that? And why is I don't know um, uh, let's say like a part of Anai is like, mm-hmm. why is it like that way? So it's it's done and it's created that way. So then we think about it like, oh, it's it's like that. We, we start to numbing it. We're like, oh, that's, that's, just, just that's, just that's just how it but is. That's just how it is. But it's not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. and there, There's a lot of resources out there, but it's like they refuse to emphasize them in certain place because it's like oh we'll keep them in one to this certain level so then it creates this whole like domino effect it's just like the mindset um, the way that your areas are controlled so then it's like the way you have access to to food the way you have access to um, uh, office Mm -hmm. supplies the hospitals in your area therapy therapists in your area so it's like when you, when you want to go seek out these different mm-hmm. things, you got to go far.
1: Yeah. And, and I think, Leo, you bring up such a good point. Porque a veces I feel like a lot of people, one, we get caught like, like this is like a capitalist world, right? So we're caught up in work. We're just working, working, working. That when we get home, sometimes we don't even have enough time to like even rest or to even like have hobbies or, you know, like. Unless you take a day off or unless you're very intentional about that. But we don't sometimes don't like have the luxury of just like self-care every day, you know, like um, and there was um, just like. You're.
2: No, then you're also you're constantly. No, 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 go for it. It's good. But You're constantly. Yeah. Yeah, so you're like constantly taught to like fight each other saying like oh i have more income than you so that makes me superior to you and again that's like the of this idea but like even within my own family it's like oh i got a new car i gotta do this and that it's like dude like god damn it like can we stop that like <laughs> um that's just the challenging state and it's like you see the you see it repeat, repeat time after time it's like oh i got this and that and then we're just constantly fighting each other And when we're seeing we're mm-hmm. not seeing the bigger picture of what is causing that mm-hmm.
1: influence? And whether we like it or not, or whether we want to talk about politics or not, or whether we don't know about politics or we think we don't know about politics. I think, David, one time you said uh, in one of the previous episodes, like whether you like to talk about politics or not, like politics is so into you, right? Like even you bringing up Diego, uh, Diego Leo, there's a uh, concept of like feeling like you don't belong. You know, what's um, it's like you can have you can have like the best experience. You can have like, you know, bond resume and whether because you are the only brown person in there, whether you're the only queer person in there, whether you're the only black person in there, the only Asian person, the only women in that space, you feel like you don't belong. And then that I think is a, is like a symptom of just like how we've been socialized, conditioned to like, one, we don't belong. Two, we're this minority. Uh, three, um, we are never going to be able to be financially liberated. You know, we always have to, we have to take out a loan to do this. Our credit has to, you know, it's just like when you really think about it and sit down and like look at yourself and look at your, like, well, what is going, like, I'm just feeling like a puppet. I'm just living through life. I, and again, that's why I feel like, With this past year, you know, I just feel hopefully folks were able to, like, reflect and just realize, okay, what am I really doing? Like, you know, and really question, like, what is this in place here? Like, what, what, what? Like, you know, there's so many good movies out there now. Even if you don't want to read articles or, like, listen to podcasts. But there's really so many really good movies or documentaries that's on Netflix, that's on Hulu. That is, you know, like, for example, there's a really good show called Them that really shows just, like, the impact that racism does to your mind, right? And just, like, also, like, when you're talking about, Leo, just, like, how we were, like, and I'm saying we, but, like, working-class communities were basically set up with a loan that people were never going to be able to pay. And then we're stuck with debt. And then we want to... And then we will bring family now, but now we're in debt. So it's just like this, you know, never being able to dig ourselves out of debt, you know? Um, But so I think, again, like there's just so much out there that I feel like, and David, you called it out, like whether we like it or not, like politics is in our everyday life, right? Like the reason why we don't see so many trees in our sidewalk, that has to do with politics, right?
0: (laughs) Folks, folks. I want you to really listen to to Leo and Susie because they just gave you the blueprint of things that you have to take into account. You know, it's 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 really, really, really the blueprint as to why we live the way we do. You know, it's it's not that you know we said, oh, this is how I'm gonna live and that's it. You know, um, it's really, and, and oh man, Leo, you just you pointed something out that made me reflect you know in in on all my lifetime you know i'm 30 years old and you know i lived in south i've lived in south central for, for you know all my life the first first time that i stepped out of south central was when i started going to community college to santa monica i want to say that that's the first first time that i left my community you know, when I stepped foot into a different community, you know, and I really licked that everything that you just mentioned about how a community is set up and, and what they have, you know. And so I remember taking that blue line, getting on that one ten on on the on that 10th freeway and heading, you know, west to Santa Monica and, and just getting off the freeway and then picking up another blue line and seeing the big difference, you know. And and folks, what I want you to really look at is you know, whether you're driving, whether you're walking, whether you're biking, whatever it is that you're doing one time in your community, I want you to really look around and, and see what you have available to you, right? Leo pointed out that, you know, sometimes we have to go far for good groceries. Sometimes we have to go far for, for services like therapy and whatnot. You want to know what I look at when I stepped outside of my community or outside outside of my house, two blocks away, two liquor stores. That's the first thing that that's available right there. you know if I keep walking down, m- medical marijuana dispensaries. and again, th- nothing again if you know if you like to smoke the devil's lettuce and whatnot you know and, and have a little good time and just relax all props to you, judgment free zone here you know but it's like I'm just thinking about like what's available to my community right and I think this is where the that whole concept mm-hmm. of defund the police comes in. Right. Or it's like, okay, they're already receiving over 50% of the budget here in Los Angeles. Right. And people are like, well, how are you going to solve crime? Or what are you going to do when there's violence? Or, you know, all these kids need to go and get locked up, you know, so that way they can resolve X, Y, and Z. And it's like, no, you don't need more prisons. Right. You don't need more cops in schools. We need therapists. We need counselors. Right. We need access to healthy food. Mm -hmm. Right. And anything else Mm -hmm. in the arts in the media right Mm -hmm. so our kids could be involved there that's that's what the community needs you know but people are gonna be like oh i don't know about that i don't know i I would fear for my life if you know i didn't have cops i need a cop to save me you don't you need to build a trust between your community so that way Mm -hmm. community can take care of community right you know and then, but and then you're people like, are gonna be like david you're crazy <laughs> you're crazy for thinking that way no, no, no you're, ahead, you're like todd you're to, so
2: like, radical they feel david. like a criminal <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know like one time one time one time they they call me um i've i've been called just about everything in the book i've been called i've been called a liberal i've been called uh, a socialist, I've been called radical, I've been called a reformist, I've been called just about everything. And I'm just like, nah. Communist? I, I've been thinking about it <laughs> now, and I'm just like, nah, I'm just, I'm communist too. I'm just like, nah, I'm just human. I'm just human. For human I'm, life. I'm for, for human yeah, life, that's man. it.
2: Basic right, needs. right? You know? yeah. and I'm talking about
0: basic, basic needs, right? And we're just talking about basic needs. That's it. Like, I'm not even telling you, hey, let's, you know, let's do some. Radical thing, you know, that's gonna really, you know, just hurt people and shit. No. Nah. we just want to live. That's it. We just want people to live.
2: I mean, like again, going back to like the mindset, like you're constantly taught you're a criminal, like in high school or middle school. When you see the police, they're like, oh, uh, I'm on edge. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta act like I'm, I'm, I'm being good. Like, uh, and then you're like kind of like, taught to like rebel at the same at the same time. So then it's like you fall into that trap. So it's again it's 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 all planned (laughs) like it's all controlled all planned uh you might call me crazy for all that and this and that like you were saying like they call you but hey like you gotta question things sometimes and you'll find like there's there's some connections within it and then you get the bigger picture and Mm -hmm. then you're like mind blown finding this yeah i think
1: there's like a there's something about just like reimagining what it can look like it's so powerful you know because i think Uh, Leo you brought up this just like mindset of like people just like oh it's just it's just the way it is it's never gonna change you know like you know like like that's you know that and I think just even the again just reimagining what policing can look like reimagining what our communities can look like and not to say like your art communities like brown communities black communities working class like They're like we're so resilient, right? Like we're only given like five cents to work with and finance, and we you got you got people selling over here, you got people over there, you got a market, you got you know like farmers market, you got it's just like not like our communities are hinted are so resilient, right? But it's just like man, we know that, but uh, why do we always just gotta have to be resilient? You know why can't we just you know get. And, and someone said, like, there was a quote. is that we got to stop asking for to um, a seat in the table. We just got to destroy that table and create our own thing. You know, it's like, it's not about just I need a place in that table no more. No, no, no. Like, that place was never for me. That place continues to harm my community. We're going to create our own different table, right? So, um, again, not to say that where we grew up, you know, you know, it's like not to say that we have great things. We do. But oh we damn, like people have to work hard, you know, and but and then so yeah, that's that's where I'm at is
2: right. And there's a, there's the idea that if you're not working hard, you're lazy. I and mean, you get a Where's what that what's that saying? Um uh, you gotta pick yourself yeah. up with the bootstraps. <laughs> it's like mm. it, it's like you're constantly wow. like it's told like if you're not working um, I'm gonna say it but that's not, that's not the right way to say it but it's like you're, people mm-hmm. would say that you're a bum you know and that's 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 messed up but that's like the mindset so you're like constantly s- struggling with your own self saying like if I mm-hmm. don't work then I'm this If I, but if I do work then I don't have time for pretty much everything and I'm falling into the trap of like working constantly And but then I have to figure out that I don't have if I'm, I don't find work too much then I can't pay my mm-hmm. bills so it, that's just that, that's and then you and then you fall like you're like and then you fall into the mindset like that's just the way it is
1: <laughs> um yeah <laughs> it's it's
2: and i mean like this this connects back to like when like this whole like police violence because you're like when the moment you like you leave your house you're like you're questioning your own self saying like am i wearing like the right thing am i looking less suspicious so then you're kind of like throwing other people under the bus by trying to say like what's considered suspicious and what isn't so <sighs> it's um
0: you know yeah and, and it's it's just like I think y'all y'all just say it beautifully like we're constantly finding new ways to be resilient and to survive you know it's like we're not some folks are not even enjoying life you know they're just going about it and it's just like you know we gotta make ends meet. You know, we gotta make ends meet, and we gotta make sure that shit doesn't happen to us, and that's it. You know, and and fuck, it, it's it's just I don't know. I think, and I, I think this episode, I'm cursing the most <laughs> I <I've> can <been> cursing <laughs> compared to the previous ones, but it's just like I don't know. It, it it upsets me. It it upsets me. Um, not not at my people. You know, I think not necessarily at them, but just. It's just like, man, like, hasta cuando? Until when? You know, like, until when are we going to take shit from folks? You know, until when are we going to just continue to let people step over us? Until when are we, you know, really just going to get our shit together and be like, man, fuck this. This isn't working for me. This isn't working for my neighbor. This isn't working for my community. Shit's got to change, and if it doesn't change, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna make a change. You know, and I mean, with this whole, I, I get it. You know, también like I can't. I'm not. And I can't, and I won't judge folks because it's like y'all said. You know, folks got to put foot on their table, and we live in a society where it's like you always got to be producing. You always got to be productive, right? And if you're not productive, mm-hmm. then you get labeled a certain way. And that's right? just the way whether that they've it's made it. Easier, it's, yeah. whether it's not caring. Yeah, and so it's like. So, entonces, it's like, I don't I don't blame them for going to their nine-to-five and then getting home tired, right, making food or trying to spend time with their family. I, I really don't, you know, that, that's understandable. It's mm-hmm. like, that's what society is driving us to. And I think that's part of the problem is like society is, is well intended to just mm-hmm. have us produce and produce so that way mm-hmm. we're not paying attention to what's going on on the other side, you know, and... I don't know. Um and I know that's, and I know like and I know like if when you know you know
1: when you're just talking about this and we're all reflecting about our lives again it, what David is saying like it's or like it's not your fault that you are tired. Like it's not your fault that you just have to work, you know, it's not it's not our fault and nowhere are we saying like oh you know you need to stop doing this no that's not you know that's not exactly that's not what we're trying to say um i like to believe i'm a very hopeful person you know i i try to again i think the reimagining part like reimagining what life can be i think that can that gets me like okay you know what this could look a little bit different and i think David, you just even bringing up, like, knowing your community, right? Like, knowing your neighbors. I think that already, you know, kind of, that kind of already, like, again, if we think about this, like, you know, the where we live right now and as a pyramid or, you know, like, connecting with each other, that kind of shakes up that, you know, because we don't depend on cops no more. Like, we don't depend on, you know, like, other people telling us what to do, what to believe about our neighbor if we know our neighbor. You know, if we can, you know, if we are able to, like, just any, you know, debunk any stereotypes that we might have of someone else, you know, that shakes up that a little bit. You know, we're able to just do something, right, or just, like, be able to come together, right, as black and brown folks or or just, like, include, you know, and just try our best to stay united, keep a united front. You know, again, that kind of shakes up. You know that shakes up that foundation, or that like again, like this. They just depend on us, right? They depend on us to to be sketchy with each other. They depend on us to not trust each other,
0: because um, and, and again, that that's the blueprint right there, y'all. Like if we're like I'm, I'm reflecting right now, and it's was like. I'm I'm hearing y'all speak. I'm hearing you, and I'm hearing Leo speak, and it's just like nowhere in our conversation are we mentioning the police. You know, when when we're talking about there's 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 a there's an issue with my neighbor is like nobody's saying we're calling the police. If if to solve crime, you know, we're not saying we're going to call the police. To solve, you know, lack of resources, we're not saying we're going to call the police, right? if I need a therapist, we're not saying nowhere in this conversation right now that we've been having is like, we haven't even brought out the cops, you know, and how we're going to use them. It's like, we're solving this shit on our own, you know? And I think that, you know, that community, community saves community. That's, that's the reality, you know? And and the way we do it even more is by actually defunding the police and actually starting to fund programs and services mm-hmm. in communities of color. Right. So that way they can get the support and the resources that they need. That that's that's the key right there. Law enforcement doesn't need over fifty percent of their budget. Right. And I haven't even seen the the new budget that the major has that the mayor has, you know, proposed. But whatever that new number is, because I think it went up, they don't need over fifty percent.
1: Especially when Take they're like when that. they're they're spending um millions and millions on lawsuits, you know, where like, okay, that's not that's like that's our taxpayer money is going because a cop shot another black and brown person, most likely, like a hundred percent sure, and they were at fault. And because they don't want this to be public, they do, you know, they pay them. And that's where majority of this money is going. And um, David, you brought up of like, like if we fund, you know, for example, if we fund education, I know I'm being biased because I'm a teacher, but if we fund education, like things, you know, David, you brought up another good point, like basic needs. All we're saying is like people deserve basic needs. Like so many times, so many times I've witnessed and I separated um, fights. And if you know me, uh, you know, I'm a short person, you know, Um, but I've been able to intervene in some of these, you know, in some of these conflicts because of the relationships that I build with my students. And even though I'm short, they don't look at that. They look at me because I see them for who they are, right? Um, and there's a level of respect there sometimes. Sometimes students are already at Red, and, you know, I got to get away from that. Um, <laughs> or, else, or else, you know, um, <laughs> I won't be able to go back to work. But, um, but, like, when we get to, like, when we, after the fight, after the physical altercation that has happened or any drama, and when we get, like, really deep into like what is going on, there's no one at home because they have to work. There's no food at home, so they have to provide for their siblings. They're homeless. So like basic needs, there's no access to housing, there's no access to food, there's no access to water, drinkable. Like in my fountains in my school, i will say right on top of it, uh, drink at your own risk right? In Watts, in South LA, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. again, all we're talking about is like basic needs. And again, this is because my principal, she was very, she's very um, passionate and very like strong about, you know, uh, restorative justice. So she got rid of the cops because any other school would have, a fight called the cops suspended the student, you know, but uh-huh like this without even thinking love, you love. know but our program again we got to the to the root issues and it was because they they couldn't sleep they didn't have nowhere to sleep they were sleeping from like in the car they were so yeah if someone says something wrong about like if someone says something that they didn't agree they were already again their basic needs were not met so they were already like who isn't you know when you don't have your cup. Co- co- of coffee in the morning and just someone cuts you off like you know someone cuts you off when you're driving or just someone makes a a rude comment that you're just not feeling it or someone just says oh you didn't do this right and you're just not right like you're about to snap and we're adults you know so it's just like again it just goes, comes back to again just like you know like it's we don't need cops in schools first of all and second of all like All we want is people to get their basic needs met. And when their basic needs are not met, and if you are into like educational theory, you know about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? If you don't get basic needs like food, water, housing, you're not going to ever feel safe anywhere. You're never going to be able to feel loved. You're never going to be able to feel that you are, that your self-esteem is worth it. And you're never going to be able to, like, get to this concept called self actualization, Like, never. That's not set up for communities of color. Like, that's not set up for us. We're just always set up to just fight for basic needs.
2: Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. That's all That's all correct. I mean, and then to, like, the comment I said before about, like, why we're so separate and we kind of look out for ourselves It's just because, again, this just constant struggle of being let down um, asking for all these basic needs. And since we're so let down and we're uh, we can't trust the, our own, our own city, our own community, our own mayor. Sometimes it's just like, I got to fight for myself. Um, I got to seek out um, my own, my own needs. I could have secure my family. Um, I got to bring home, you know, the food for my, for my, for my loved ones. So it's like, it's hard to like, reunite and try to fight this cause that has, has already been like been set up in a way to, that it just keeps us keeps eating at us in the back of our minds. So I would just say to like everyone listening, I mean, like, hey, um, just praise your praise your parents. Like, I mean, they they've hustled so much for you. Um, they try to bring you the basic needs you need. Um, you know, this constantly every single day. It's a it's a struggle okay. to fight
0: agree 100% and and it, you know just i guess my, my last thoughts are, it, it almost sounds to me or you know just based on this conversation you know that we're having is it almost seems like there's two two types of accountability that we need there's the the political accountability for institutions that have been placed in in you know in, in society to keep law in order quote unquote right um we need accountability there, right? But we also need to be realistic, you know, and, and be and be true to ourselves and know that a lot of these institutions were not established for people like you and I, you know? They, if anything, they were established to keep people like you and myself um, in a box, you know? And, and that's it. And to give us the bare minimum. And experiment. And fend off for, for An ourselves. An experiment right? on us and see what yep. the solutions are. So, yep. So, so I think that that's that's one that that that's one type of accountability, and then the other type of accountability is self accountability, where we have to do self reflection and really look at ourselves as individuals and what we can do, right, to progress as a even even so, as something as small as a, as a family, right? How do we change the family dynamics? How do we shift any stereotypes, any prejudice, pre, predi- mm-hmm. prejudice, pre- prejudice, prejudice. Cómo se diga. Sí, Um, sí. Me entendieron, entendieron. El Google sabe todo. You know. No, but but really, really. Google sabe todo. Pregúntenle pregúntenle a Lupe. Y si no tienen a Lupe, (laughs) pregúntenle a Siri. But really, really changing that. You know, really changing all of that stuff. Because I think, you know, change really starts at home. You know, I've used that phrase a lot and i've seen, i've heard other folks you use it a lot too but it really does start at home because if we really start taking self accountability and then you know implementing that at the, at home we're going to start seeing our communities change right we're not going to be questioning why fulanito de tal is in a black lives matter march you know asking for justice for anyone else you know who happens to have take, been um who was victim of law enforcement, right? We're not, we're gonna understand, right? And we're gonna be like, oh, I understand why my son, my daughter, my nephew, you know, is, is out there protesting. Right? And, and vice versa too, right? And I think that that's, you know, th- at least for me, those are the two levels of accountability, right? Um, based on the conversation that we're having tonight, so.
1: Um, I think my, fin- my final thoughts are like, don't be afraid to reimagine. You know, and just, like, also reimagining, like, what your future generations, you know, like, families will have. And um, because I feel like when we stop dreaming or when we stop, like, seeing ourselves, like, as you know, financially stable or, like, have owning our own homes, having equity, not being so much in debt when we stop doing that, then it, they, you know, we kind of lose ourselves and then we just kind of become a hamster in a wheel, you know? So it's like, so dare, you know, like dare yourself to dream and dream big. And, um, and again, it's like, I, I know, you know, and my wife is a big dreamer and, um, and she has to be right as a black wom- woman, uh, in America. And one of her constant phrases is that She wants to uh, break generational curses, you know, generational curses and trauma that are that are that, you know, unfortunately, maybe we didn't have anything to do with it. But, you know, our ancestors, their trauma is now ours, you know, and just like breaking those is like already a huge, you know, huge like step towards liberation. So don't stop dreaming. Continue to reimagine and reimagine yourself being successful and like you know doing a damn good job of what you do you know
2: so um i would say that start off by saying like if you're like in, in the form of like work or hobby or something and you wanted to learn something new but you feel uncomfortable uncomfortable about it i would say sometimes if you put yourself in an uncomfortable position, so you learn from it you're not gonna fail from it you're only gonna learn Um, So that's a learning opportunity to be able to see to grow um, and to learn from what you experience, even if it's an uncomfortable um, setting. Um, And then I would say that if you're like hesitant to like apply to a certain place or um, you feel like you're questioning yourself too much, I would say go apply. There's nothing you there's nothing you can lose. Um, And then the real goal is to always um, just gain connections, even if let's say you, you try it out and it didn't work out. You have a connection now. Uh, so there's really, like, learning experiences that you may unlock by putting yourselves in, in some uncomfortable positions.
0: There you go, folks. Y'all just, y'all were given the blueprint to so many things, so thank you all once again. Thank you, Leo. Thank you, Susie. Appreciate you all. Uh, appreciate the the platica. Um, it was really powerful. I really appreciate you all, so thank you.
2: Ryan, this is something, like, I, I would wish someone... Would tell me when I was like twelve, you know, <laughs> that like this is the way, this is the way it is, and it's like it's a tough world, uh, you know. Prepare. Um, they only, they always just tell us work hard and you'll achieve. But hey, not not the same. How do you say it? Not the same. Uh, Damn, forgot the word. It's not the same route. Um, not the same mm-hmm. path for everyone.
1: Like I bet, I bet John Smith will get faster than than Juan Gonzalez, you know, um, compared to Esperanza <laughs> Rios, you know. So it's just like the, not everyone gets there, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Even the systems even the systems know it because I I tried using Pancho Pantera today you no know, matter what
1: or or that, just man. like your emojis will automatically default to blonde you know <laughs> so it's I actually happened today when one of my students chose a emoji and or an emoji or something and she's like why is it blonde I was like because the system is watching you no. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> No, but stay safe, y'all. Stay safe. Continue to wear your mask. I know Newsom announced to, like, you know, that if you got the vaccine, you don't have to. But just, again, I think that's another step, right? Just watching out for your community. Uh, so wearing a mask is part of that. All right.
2: Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you next time.